0: One more day until it's football time in Tennessee. Now, look, we normally don't start the show this way, but I know y'all saw that Summit Blue on these in, on these jerseys for Saturday. Ooh. Hey, Term, I'm trying to tell you. Nobody <laughs> knows about that Pat Summit Blue. Pat would approve, my boy. Uh, absolutely. Hey, man, I am so excited for the one more day. I know it's just UT Martin. We've said this all week, but y'all, it's another Saturday on Rocky Top. Man, I am more than excited. This is the One More Day episode.
1: To the the, the finals will be pouring the
0: I and and I'm I'm just so looking forward to Saturday. Bro, it's it's something about when them boys strap the pads up and we gotta go play somebody else that don't look like us.
1: It's just different, man. It hits different every time. I don't care who we're playing. It don't matter, bro. It don't matter. Uh, um,
0: man, I think that Saturday the environment is gonna be set again because Tennessee fans. I I mean, we could be playing Tusculum College, bro. It's gonna be
1: sold out. <laughs> it's crazy right now. I was uh, I was looking on uh All Vols earlier just for fun. Yeah. Bro, there are no tickets left. Like, season, like it's sold out. Pick. Oh, I'm talking for about next for next year. year,
0: bro. Bro, I saw I'll... something today too. Speaking God. of season tickets, basketball this year their goal was fifteen thousand season tickets. Let me remind y'all something. Thompson Bowling Six sits, I think, twenty one thousand six hundred and forty three people. <laughs> their season ticket goal was fifteen k. They're only like 200, 300 people off. Dude. It is crazy, man. Like the energy in knoxville bro is is unbelievable it's It's different different. it is so different man and so man just starting off this week this show one more day uh y'all know what we do on this one man we talk all things from the rest of the week josh heupel had a press conference yesterday man we're going to talk a little bit about just how good is this offense and we haven't seen cedric tillman I mean, we're going to talk all about what ESPN is saying, not only about how Tennessee is playing, but also about a little scuffle that kind of came out towards the middle of the week that we kind of <laughs> glanced over. But it's it's kind of a big deal, and it seems yeah. like it's. It, we'll see kind of what that plays out, but we can't wait to get to that. And then, man, we're going to end and wrap this show up talking specifically about can you believe that, Six games in, one, we're 6-0. Oh, but with six games left, the implications of what we can accomplish. Like, can this team actually make the SEC championship? Who knows? We're going to dive into it. And then, obviously, we got to get to our final score predictions just to wrap this week up with UT Martin. Sure. So, uh turn, man. Josh hypo had a press conference yesterday. Yeah. A- and in Josh hypo fashion <laughs> – it's eight minutes of like, all
1: right, y'all, can we wrap this up so I can get back in the film room? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, they asked ask him about Cedric Tillman, and he was like, uh, anybody else on the injuries? Because we all know what Josh Hopp going to say when he's asked about injuries. Oh, always. So, uh, we'll, we'll know more later in the week, Friday, Saturday, before game time. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll know more. It never fails, not- bro. I feel like he says that every single time. Every time. I don't know why we keep asking.
0: I don't either. I have no idea. But I, I think the anticipation for this week again, I've said it all week, it's to beat the crap out of these guys and stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um absolutely. I mean, I think it is cool. There was something that also came out yesterday, man. Ball Nation is just different. Uh we are we are really truly Not just what we talk like we we are who we exactly who we say we are we are and that's not just the energy that we see on Saturdays or throughout the week during even volleyball games or anything yeah but there was a need a UT Martin Skyhawk football player um, oh yeah his family was actually in the path of I think it was the the hurricane that just happened down Mm -hmm. in South Florida and um, his family lost everything. And in Vol Nation fashion, not only did UT Martin reach out for help, Danny White then retweets it on Twitter. And what happens? Vol Nation comes in and starts donating to this GoFundMe and to this campaign to build um, a financial campaign for this kid on an opposing team. For everybody that says, oh, Tennessee fans suck, Tennessee, Tennessee fans this and that. Even if it was an Alabama guy, we we would probably do the same thing because it's just who we are, man.
1: Yeah, um, for sure.
0: This is just another level of, like, it's just, I mean, let's even think about Zaga- Zakai Ziegler last year. He Absolutely. He literally built and bought his mother a house mm-hmm. after their house fire. Like, this is just what we do, man. And so I thought that that was an incredible look for the university. Incredible job by Danny White to push this because – at this point, I feel like if Danny White was to say, everybody go to your local Walmart and buy every chocolate bar, like Tennessee fans would do. <laughs> like, that's, that's how crazy. That's like, so accurate, though. So it's like, what Danny White says is what we're going to do.
1: <laughs> Danny White might as well be the mayor of Knoxville. <laughs> oh, bro.
0: <laughs> like, why is Kane the mayor, bro?
1: <laughs> 100%. Glenn
0: Jacobs. Um. Man, this week has been such a week of highs and lows. I feel like we're coming off this high beating Alabama, but now I feel like as the game is tomorrow, I've I had to refocus my brain to say I understand it's a bye week technically, but we mm-hmm. gotta play. We gotta play tomorrow, and yeah, um, we we can't come into this game ex- just expecting to beat the crap out of them like we should. We gotta play, mm-hmm. and we gotta make sure that what we do and in everything we do every snap we hit him in the mouth but um like you said Josh Heupel mentioned something about Cedric Tillman man let's let's like talk about said for a second we've yeah. now had Cedric Tillman played two and a half games for Tennessee and in those two and a half games he had almost 250 yards passing I think he had what two three four
1: touchdowns yeah uh and i man you, you're gonna you're gonna call me crazy right here but i think cedric tillman being out for three games or three weeks has helped hendon hooker grow oh I, because I you you look at those there. first you look at those first two and a half games tillman's the guy like he yeah. if he's gonna hit anybody he's more than likely he's gonna hit tillman yeah you know and it forced him to you know, scan the field. Keep his eyes down the field. Look at Brew. Look at Jalen. You know. Yeah. And he he still favors that right side. I mean, you can tell he's still. I mean, he throws it to Keaton all the time. But yeah. I think that I think that helped him tremendously. Tillman being out those first two and a half games, so Tillman coming back, his number one guy, it's dangerous. I mean, I don't. I mean, we thought That's our po- offenses. We thought our offenses were cold. Now, I mean, you bring Tillman back in the picture you open up so many more possibilities that's not and that's not a that's not a diss on ramel keaton at all ramel keaton been killing the game i'm just saying you bring tillman back in the game it it adds a whole other level he
0: does mind. he does man and, and like you see the question i mean like you you jumped right in and it's true like what does said bring back to tennessee like it's just another weapon that somebody has to worry about like at the beginning of the year you saw so much shading towards mm-hmm. Cedric Tillman's side of the field. Now you've got two, three really dominant forces where, hey, Alabama, congratulations. You shut down Brew McCoy, <laughs> but you forgot about Jalen Hyde. So it's Not- like the rest of the year, there's no way that y'all gonna that anybody should stop. When Cedric Tillman re-enters the lineup, you then have a guy in Brew McCoy who now Hendon 100% trust. I mean, just look at the ball he threw up on that 15-second drive. I mean, dude, that ball was late as it could have been. I'm not even going to lie. But Mm -hmm. Brew went to make the play. They trust each other. It's a different level of trust now. You got to always account for Jalen Hyatt because he's going to take the top off the defense regardless. And now you got another guy, Cedric, coming back who's a possession nightmare.
1: Yeah, and I think I think Timman being out, like I said, has helped and Hooker get to know his other receivers. I mean, you throw, he throws at these receivers in practice every day, don't get me wrong, so he knows them. But you know just as much as I do playing sports growing up, playing in-game, in practice, completely different. It's different, you, bro. You got that other gear in a game. And if you notice in the first one, two games, first couple games, Tillman's having a hard time hooking up with Brew, hooking up with Hyatt on them deep balls. He's either overthrowing or underthrowing. And I don't know, Tillman being out. I mean, we seen it last week. He's throwing dime balls to Hyatt. balls.
0: He's literally, but Jalen Hyatt's literally telling him, hey, Cinco, throw it as far as you can, and I'm going to go get it. Yeah, absolutely. When you got a guy like that, that's probably the most reassuring thing. If I was playing quarterback and I had a guy like Hyatt and I see him in one on one, I'm throwing it regardless. I don't even care. If yeah. anything, it's going to be an overthrow.
1: Yeah, because the, th- the thing about Hyde is, I mean, it's just like on in the Alabama game. He, as a safety, that safety's sitting there, like sitting there. Jalen Hyde's running full speed. You ain't going to catch up. No. <laughs> and if you do, you're going to be in the NFL top five draft pick if you can go from dead stop to,
0: yeah. Jalen Hyatt is building himself an NFL campaign for next year. I promise you. I thought we were going to get him to stay two more after this year. Nah, he's gone. I mean, in all honesty, if he was really, really wanted to, this brother got 10 touchdowns. If he scores five, six more touchdowns for the rest of the year, why wouldn't you leave now? He's not going to, I don't think but who knows man who knows with these kids now and and, you know we talked about this a little bit yesterday man we were we were talking in the sense of nil has changed a ton of things within college sports not Mm -hmm. just the fact that it's it's offering more business opportunities is offering more influence and publicity for the athlete but Mm -hmm. now it's giving athletes an opportunity to say hey I really can complete my degree because I'm sitting here making $700,000. Right. Like, absolutely. Why not finish my degree, play four years at the university I've dreamed at playing, and then I'll go make my mealies You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's created a culture of, hey, you're getting paid big money now. Just finish school. Like, if, yeah, if my son was in college and getting NIL money like Bryce Young, I'm like, bro, listen, the millions, like millions on millions on millions are coming right now you are a millionaire because mm-hmm. one, you went to school for free and you're being paid millions now to represent this school and yourself and our, and our family. I'm mm-hmm. like, son, get the degree, stay there, make that bread, bro.
1: Yeah. And so man, kind of back on the Tillman thing, you know, something I think that Tillman brings to the table that we haven't seen much of. And I just, I just now got to thinking about it and it, it could have been, you know, offensive scheme with a uh, and Golish, but we haven't seen a lot of wide receiver screens like we have in the beginning of the season. And I think no, Tillman no, no, no. bring I think Tillman brings something to that wide receiver screen game. Nothing against Keaton, but Tillman's just a bigger guy, more physical guy. And he yeah. can he can he can break that first tackle.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me pose this question to you though. Do you think we're not seeing as many? Because said didn't necessarily in in my and maybe I'm just remembering wrong, but mm-hmm. I don't remember Cedric Tillman getting a ton of screens, but I do remember him blocking for a lot of screens.
1: Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Yeah. You you hit hide on a screen and you got Tillman blocking. Yeah. And I and I think that's another reason that Tillman sticks out so much. Yeah. It's not, not just because he's a phenomenal uh, wide receiver, but the fact is this dude can block. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I, I wonder, man, if we'll see a lot more of that. I mean the playbook dude oh my gosh I have seen some things this year that I'm just like it's almost becoming too casual for me to be like man he about to draw something crazy up. like I'm just like yeah. this dude Josh Heupel yeah. and Alex Golish man they are unbelievable play callers and so yeah
1: and you know you know my favorite thing man that we've started doing here recently and we've talked about this a lot what's that I I love I love using the running backs in the passing game and we've started oh, picking man. up on that
0: Yes. I love the little flat routes. I love it. I love that when we've got, we've got two high and the the X receiver who's on the left side of the field is all the way split out. And yeah. we've got, we've got two high. They're pushed all the way to the sideline mm-hmm. and we send Jabari on a little two, 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 and he runs out, hike the ball, just a quick screen out there to him. Yeah, I love that because I've not seen us run that yet and him not get at least seven.
1: At least. Yeah, absolutely. Like It's
0: it's a run. It's a glorified run. But you're you're mm-hmm. you're forcing that that inside linebacker. If they're playing mm-hmm. man, you're going to know it.
1: Yeah. So absolutely. you can't tell
0: you can't tell me if I know this and obviously I love football. I, I look at football like a coach, but you can't tell me that they ain't showing this on film to <gasps> hit to hit you with something nasty in the coming weeks. Maybe they saving it for Georgia.
1: It's a, it's like that. It was uh God, I think it was Florida game, man. You know, we've ran screen, 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 wide receiver, screen, wide receiver screen. And you got what we're doing our screen, we're motioning our tight end out of the backfield, and he's going to block that corner. Yep. Well, what do we do a quarter later? Here comes Jacob Warren. Okay. He's yeah. motioning. Fake the screen. Ain't nobody on him. He's ran a wheel route. Why? Wide Dude. open, right behind the corner,
0: just run, running it's people. Just, he, it's just he's crazy, just leading people open, man. Like, yeah, I would love to sit in a meeting and just be a fly on the wall and listen to what they talk about because them dudes
1: are geniuses, bro. Man, I'd I, be like, some of it I probably be like, are. Y'all speaking Spanish?
0: Like, <laughs> facts. <laughs> what <were> facts. T- <sighs> I mean, bro, ESPN cannot stop talking about Tennessee.
1: Like on, it's Thursday and I was on the phone with you earlier and you're like, man, they're still talking about Tennessee. Dude, they're talking about all kinds of things. Like this
0: feels like it used to. And yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here watching it today. Just, I was watching first take and then the Keyshawn J and uh the Keyshawn J show, whatever the name of the show is Keyshawn's interviewing Hendon Hooker and Hendon Hooker says something in the show that, still just the only way I can think only word I can think of is it baffles me that they truly think that they are still not playing their best football and the mm-hmm. resume speaks for itself is that the confidence in their coach telling them hey y'all we ain't done I think so because mm-hmm. I'm sitting here like as a fan I'm like let's end the season now I don't want to see no more I'm good yeah. like in the season yeah because I've seen what I needed to see but they're not satisfied, you know. And um it Hendon Hooker and when Cedric Tillman gets back, just imagine how much more they're going to be talking about Tennessee. I mean Oh yeah. It's crazy, dude. I turn on ESPN and I'm not used to seeing us on there. No. I'm yeah, not I, used to that.
1: It, it's weird. I don't I don't like to I don't like the Get ahead of things or talk about talk about things in the future, but I mean it's kind of hard not to talk about it when everybody else is talking about it. You know, like people talking about t- people talking about us, not just in the SEC championship but the playoff. playoff like, bro, man. if if you if you would have told me three months ago that we'd be sitting here six uh, and zero, Peyton Hooker was the front runner for the Heisman, and that we're uh, getting talked about the college football playoff. I'd call you an idiot, straight up. Yeah.
0: I mean, Speaking of the front-runner conversation, man, there was an awesome segment, actually, um, with uh, Dan Mullen and Emmanuel Ancho. They were all on there just chopping it up about it, and they said he is the clear-cut Heisman Trophy winner. They say, I mean, even with a loss to Georgia, they're saying if his numbers are where they need to be and he plays well and it's like a loss like the Alabama game, no reason why he doesn't still win the Heisman. Um mm. and they say especially if he gets to an SEC championship, college football playoff, he's he's winning the Heisman trophy. And for me it's like I've sit, I've sat here and watched it all year and it's just it's still surreal to me, man.
1: Well, and you know that I mean even the even preseason, you know, he was he's always been in the talk, but I mean, we talked about it. I'm sure we've talked about it in one of our early episodes. Yeah. Henn and Hooker to have a shot in Heisman. We're gonna have to make it to the SEC championship or the playoff. And oh, here yeah. we are, six games in. I'm not say we're I'm not saying we're sitting pretty, but we're sitting a lot better than I thought we would be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you somebody who I don't think is sitting pretty, and that's Jermaine Burton from Alabama. Uh v- video surfaced, man, in the middle towards the end of this week, uh, him actually striking one of our own lady volunteers uh just just pitiful like i didn't under i know you frustrated bro but you ain't got to lay hands on nobody and it sounds like they are trying to convey that oh all the fans were rushing onto the field and player safety and i'm like come on
1: man she ain't doing nothing to you you just i'm like come on because you lost bro come on
0: i'm like come on man like bro i know you frustrated don't put your hands on her put your hands on the the dude that ran in front of her
1: yeah punk. You, you you do it to a dude whatever man i mean all right cool. you a punk don't do you're a it. punk yeah
0: you're so, straight up i was just like man i mean i saw that i saw that on espn as well it's like so many things surrounding what happened last week it's 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 both encouraging to see that the media is respecting tennessee again but mm-hmm. it's also weird and makes me like, be like, stop talking about us, bro. I mean, everybody's saying like, man, we're going to cruise past Kentucky, should beat Georgia. I'm just sitting here like, y'all, we got to play just like they do. We got to put our draws on. We got to put our pads on. Now, guess what? They ain't going to have on that we going to have on. They ain't going to have on no dark mode.
1: <laughs> they ain't going
0: made- to have on no dark mode. <laughs>
1: Man, if anything, they're gonna be man. If anything, they're gonna be playing harder. I mean, you got a number three beside your name; people gunning for you. Oh yeah. But the thing that I can
0: honestly say, we got a three beside our head, but man, we still play with this chip on our shoulders because I think that these kids need and they want more, bro. They want more. They want yeah. the smoke. Yeah.
1: Tired of getting made fun of. Tired of yeah. being laughing stock of the SEC if you want my For, honest opinion
0: exactly exactly and i dude this just makes me more excited to see when the expansion happens and texas and oklahoma come over how do they split those two up like who's coming to the east and who's going to the west um i could honestly see what makes sense in my head is i could honestly see texas going to the west simply mm-hmm. because that Alabama-Texas game has been something like it. The AM and in Texas game was a thing, and yet they canceled that, remember? And so – and I can honestly see Oklahoma coming because of the, the games that we had with them in the yeah. East. Um, I can see Oklahoma coming to the East because 2015 and 16, when we played them home and away, man, that was nuts.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, let me pose a question to you, bro. Okay. So – 6 games in, 6 games left. Yeah. Realistically, don't talk as like, oh, they've been playing good. They they going blah blah blah. Realistically, from your point of view, where do we finish? What does it look like when we're 12 games in?
1: What is Tennessee ranked and what's on the line? I see an 11 and 1 Tennessee team. That's what I see. Saying that, I'm not saying we could not be 12 and 0. Saying that, I'm not saying we could be ten and two. I think ten and two is the absolute floor, though. Like I agree. But me personally, I said ten and two at the beginning of the season. And right now I think ten and two is the floor. But I think a eleven and one is what I think. And I just think that Georgia, I mean, it's gonna be tough in Athens. And I don't know, man. I still think I still think with a loss to Georgia though. Man, with our resume, I still think we're top 4. If it if it if it plays out the way that I'm thinking in my head, Kentucky comes in, they got a bye, so they're going to be ranked 22. That we beat Kentucky, that is our fifth top 25 win of the season. Yep. I mean, the resume even with a loss to Georgia, our resume is going to be anybody else in the damn NCAA, bro.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: I mean, especially Ohio State and like the Clemson and all of them. I don't. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I think eleven and one, and hmm, I think eleven and one, and I think we just got to hope and just see what happens in that SEC championship game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I kind of say the same thing. I see eleven and one two, and. I'm trying to decide if I'm saying I see 11 and one because I don't want that target on our back and then that one mm-hmm. loss be in like the SEC championship or the college football playoff, possibly like whatever, you know. And I'm trying to decide if I'm saying that out of fear or if like I really feel like 11 and one because, bro, Georgia ain't showed me nothing. They ain't showed me nothing, bro. <clears throat> mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, they showed me the first game of the season that I was like, oh, snap, Georgia is still Georgia. And then over the course of the year, it feels like they've gotten worse. Yeah. And um, I don't Everybody, know, but
1: everybody's talking about like, you know, about the whole Tennessee Bama game, like Georgia fans. You hear them talking about like, oh, well, Bama's defense is terrible and all this stuff. They were seventh in the country when we played. <laughs> what's
0: I I wanna what's Georgia's defense currently?
1: I don't know. I couldn't tell you, I'd have to look it up.
0: I'm about to actually look that up because I'm interested. Does. uh... I don't know, man. Number three. Number three in total defense.
1: See, but I'm not. I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not worried. Kentucky is
0: number 14.
1: I'm not worried about scoring on Georgia. I mean, I'm not worried about scoring on anybody. No. No, I, I think, which we thought this last year, and then they came out and for some reason tried to hurry, like run hurry up on us. But I, I think Kentucky's going to be, I think the Kentucky game is going to be a, try to be a keep away game for Kentucky. I think they're going to, I think they're going to hold the football. They're going to run the football and they're going to snap the football with about two seconds on the playcock every time.
0: Dumb for you, cause you're gonna go three and out. Cause if you're not gonna run the football,
1: well, no. See, and that's, uh, the, that's the thing, man. People talking about like, oh, you know, Tennessee's defense is trash. Our secondary, they're not the best. They're okay, but our front seven, nice. Our front seven's pretty nice. They nice. They nice. I mean, we held a Jamar Gibbs under 120. I mean,
0: nah, not just him. The whole running back. The road. whole. <laughs> Like let's 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 come correct Turner. We're not going we're not gonna, nah. The whole room, dog. And,
1: and I'm not talking. I'm not talking Ford or anything. I'm not. I know it's UT Martin week, but Kentucky. Will Levis ain't gonna escape nine QB hurries like Bryce Young did. I don't think Stet- so. Stetson Bennett ain't gonna get away from nine QB hurries like Bryce Young did. Mm-hmm. Spencer Rattler ain't gonna get away like Bryce Young did. <laughs> No, we played against an NFL top five pick
0: last week, dog. Absolutely. The people think Will Levis is that too. And I'm just like, dude, I'm tired of that. But anyways, let's say you beat Georgia. Let's say we beat Georgia Mm -hmm. on November 5th in Athens. Does Tennessee win the SEC championship? Do they play Alabama again? Does Alabama lose another game to Ole Miss or to anyone and oh, and someone else sneaks in. Like, can Tennessee win the SEC championship if they successfully complete the mission in beating Georgia?
1: I'm not gonna lie, man. I, there's, I've, I've got kind of mixed feelings about that whole thing, and it could be anything. But I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking about past, and every time Alabama gets that one loss, they always come out a different football team from yeah. then on. But if they keep playing the way they're playing, I know Ole Miss really ain't played anybody. But if they keep having those 17, 18 penalties a game, I mean, watch out for Ole Miss. I mean, I'm not (laughs) saying it's not impossible. Like, I know Ole Miss has got a tough road ahead of them, but.
0: Yeah. And, hey, and I'll tell you this, Austin, too, bro, anything can happen in the Iron Bowl. Absolutely. I know Auburn's terrible. But anything can happen in that game. I promise you. Yeah. And they still got to play an LSU team who looked nice last week.
1: They did, man. I mean, it's.
0: I mean, I'm telling you, bro. Who knows? Who actually knows? But can Tennessee do it? Can Can they beat Georgia? And, it, Turner, I'm going to say this, bro. You tell me if I'm crazy. Tennessee beats Georgia. We are the number one team in the country.
1: There's no if ands, buts about it. You beat Georgia,
0: you jump Ohio State. You are the number one team in the country.
1: Yes. I mean, Coach's poll, this, probably Turner. not. AP poll, yes, 100%. Turner,
0: hypothetically, you lose to Kentucky and beat Georgia. You're the number one team in the country. <laughs> They're not going to make that. They're not going to allow that. But you are the number one team in the country.
1: I mean, you beat the two best teams in college football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Ohio I mean, I I seen something. I think it I think it was locked on balls that did it, or it might have been Quest. I can't remember what it was, but they did strength the schedule. Ohio State was a ninth. <laughs> We're ninth.
0: Mm. That just gives me more fuel to hate those guys.
1: I know you said it in the last episode, but bro, give me Ohio State. Give me Ohio State. And
0: I'm on every Ohio State fan listening. We want the smoke. Trust. <laughs> Big trust. Man. Um, bro. Uh, I know last episode I was telling you I forgot about the clip. And I was <laughs> okay. talking about the clips. We we're talking about Hendo Cinco. My man Jason Swain was talking about Hendon and Now, any time, y'all, after a game, you're going to get this clip. If Hendon Hooker was indeed exactly what Jason Swain is about to say, y'all going to get this clip, okay? Check this out. This is just the truth. Every time Hendon does something, think about this. Hendon to Jalen Hyatt five times. Think about this. Hendon is throwing the hell out of the ball. You feel me? Okay, anytime that Cedric Tillman gets back and Hendon hits him for something, just think about this. Hendon is throwing the hell out of the ball. But you can't forget about said right? So when said gets back and the boy catching his own touchdowns, Hendon's still throwing the – out of the ball. But what is Sed doing? Tillman has gotten better, folks. Tillman has gotten better. You better not forget it. <laughs> you, be- you better not forget it. Tillman has gotten has better. Gotten better, better. <laughs> <laughs> man, Turner, as we wrap this episode up, man, it's all fun and games over here with Straight Up Tennessee. Y'all look, like, comment, subscribe, share the video, man. we on our way to 100 subs. We're on our way to 100 followers on Instagram. We surpassed 130 on on Facebook. Man, go like our Twitter. Uh, Go follow us on Twitter, man. Uh, Continue to build this following, which is Straight Up Tennessee. Guys, we are becoming brand ambassadors for a couple of companies. So uh, here in the next few weeks, man, we're going to start introducing you to some new and fresh companies um, who are – uh, amazing. I mean, you know some of them. Some of them you may not. But we will also be offering discount codes for swag and merchandise and and uh, different things, man. That you are going to be able to use with the promo code straight up Tennessee. So that is going to be a cool thing that we roll out here in a couple of weeks, um, Turner. Before we completely wrap this thing up, man. Final score predictions for Saturday's matchup against the UT Martin Skyhawks.
1: I'm gonna change mine. Oh. Where are you going? I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go more like you. I'ma say um I'ma say I'ma say fifty-two to nine. <laughs> Three field goals? Yep. Three field goals. <laughs> I don't think they see the end zone. All right, I like it.
0: Um <laughs> earlier in the week mine was 48-7 i am going to only change that to 51.7 okay Uh, i'm gonna let them get their little touchdown when we put our little little babies in but them little babies be hitting so i don't know but 51.7 is what i'm going uh y'all one more day man tomorrow we get to see it if you missed out on any updates go back and watch some of our previous videos from this week lot of good things as far as midweek press midweek press conferences who is ut martin anyways we talked mm-hmm. all about that on on tuesday and on thursday and uh thank y'all man for watching thank y'all for the love and the support man honestly y'all we love y'all we thank you so much again the the brand ambassadors things and the sponsors man like they are coming alongside of us so that we can offer things to you our viewers our family our fans uh not even fans because we all fans like we tennessee fans but anyways uh like comment subscribe man it's the one more day tomorrow tomorrow tennessee noon eastern ut martin skyhawks for my boy turn it's your boy ruck And it's Straight Up Tennessee, baby. We out.